Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Thanks for the countdown. All right, welcome to Tomahawk, the Atlanta Braves baseball show, and uh, we are live and ready to go on Drinking Bros Sports here. Love that the countdown was just not given to me at all, but that's okay. That's fine. Uh, I'm here with Dan Holloway, as always, and uh, what's going on? How are you feeling? Um, I'm a little high. Thanks cool. for asking. Oh, you mean about the, the series? Yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, this, this, seri- this series is effectively over at this point. <laughs> right. um, it we'll, we'll see, right? I mean, this, this next matchup against, uh, between um, what I assume is going to be Spencer Strider um, and Aaron Nola. That, look, it's, it's almost a toss-up in that regard. Those are two great pitchers that can strike a lot of people out, and both teams strike out a lot, so it's probably going to be a low-scoring game up until the sixth inning or so until you know the Phillies' bullpen gets involved. Someone breaks through. You know, and it's, yeah, th- there will be a breakthrough sometime in the sixth or seventh, I would imagine, and, uh, you know, the Phillies are in big trouble here because they're going to pretty much have to throw a bullpen game in game four. No, pretty much. They literally will. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. I, I wanted mean, to. I wanted to run down the first two games first. So for those who don't know, and you all know, uh, Phillies and Braves nodded at one apiece after two games in Atlanta. Um, probably not the result we wanted, but I would say the result we expected. Uh, yeah, this is a game re- reversed. Well, I game think. game one is exactly what I expected to happen, which is a little dust or rust rather on the Braves. Um, the Phillies are coming off. A big win. They they're emotional. They're they're feeling locked in, and they were until you know the Braves bullpen got involved and got their wits about them. Um, since I, I guess over the last fourteen innings, they've scored one run. You know what I mean? And it, and to be honest, they didn't really get that close to scoring in game two. But in game one, yeah, it was the team looked really fucking aside from Ronald Acuna. Who looked pretty locked in both games? And he's then, had he's were both games multi hit games for him. Uh yeah, I think he had three hits in game one and two in game two. Yeah, um, he's looking pretty good, but everybody else looks pretty rusty. Uh, uh, Olson ran into one towards the the back end of the game, but there's there's one other guy, who's and then Darno hit a fucking laser too. Darno has had big hits in both games. Big hits, yeah. He's also struck out in big situations in both games, but uh, turned out to our favor in the second one. But yeah, the first game was. Max Reed just didn't have his stuff. No, and he, what happened to him is what always happens to him in his bad playoff games, mm-hmm. and really in his bad games. If you remember his very first start of the year against the Reds, he had seven runs, I think. Something, something a dumb yeah. amount of runs, all these little exit velo nightmare situations. Yeah. Same thing here. Uh, I think his ERA for the game was like 10 something, but yeah. his fielding independent pitching was 281. Mm-hmm. His expected. FIP was uh, 415, which is still a lot lower than 10, although not good. Um, but really, I think the story of the game, even more than... Because the Phillies did make good contact as well. They yeah. weren't only dinking and dunking. Yeah, there were a couple of lasers. Um, but to me, the story of the game for them, for the Braves, was uh, nine men left on base. They worked seven <laughs> fucking walks, had nine hits as well, and... Two different bases loaded opportunities, yeah. cash zero runs on that. Yeah, and it's, you know, the big comeback in the ninth inning, that's a big deal. But, you know, if you're down by four or five runs, really what you want to do 
is chip away over time. So when you do have that one big inning, it actually makes up all the distance or uh, puts you on the other side of zero, right? So, uh, you know, or again, it's just Russ. The first first seven innings of the game, they look like shit. And then the last two innings, they look pretty good. Yeah, and, and a lot of those, man, so when the Braves, it was, it was interesting because when the Braves were getting the bases loaded, it was little singles or and a lot of walks. Right, they weren't really making great contact against Suarez. They were chasing a lot. A couple, many, uh, I remember Darno had a strikeout in that game yeah. that pissed me off. It was way over his head. Yeah. High, ch- yeah, chased high, and uh, yeah, it looked like it looked like they knew the zone, but they weren't seeing the ball well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they had a good grasp of the strike zone, and what they definitely didn't want to swing at. And it seemed like Ranger Suarez, who hadn't pitched in a while, by the way. Because he didn't pitch in that Cardinals series. No, but it had only been seven days, so he had six days of rest, which okay. is that's more than usual for him. But right, uh, his last start was against was at Houston on the last day of the season. He got fucking hammered, and and you know they they had clinched. So yeah, well, uh, still he's the one pitching though. It's not like they had a bad lineup. They, he gave up six earned runs and three home runs, two walks, and in this game, yeah, it was unfortunate that the Braves were chasing so much early. I feel like a little bit more patience. And uh, they would have broken through and scored a couple of runs, probably three or four runs early, because he did not have the strike zone at all. No, um, no. I mean, and, and two of the I, I like Darno's strikeout with the bases loaded. That was ball four. Yeah, I think right. Yeah. Was it wasn't it a full count? Uh, I think it was two two. But yeah, okay. I mean, it was definitely he, a- he definitely didn't have the plate. And then you know, on a three two, Darno gets to sit fastball and just kind of wait for it to come over the plate because he couldn't locate anything else right and then it was just a ton of pressure on suarez to throw a fucking strike yeah it it was just a poorly executed game and whatever you know move on from that game yeah with the takeaway that you know towards the back end it was it wasn't very much the type it felt like the type of game where uh they played great between the 20s uh yeah more or less you know what i mean Yeah. yeah And then, but they just couldn't. They couldn't punch it in, uh, yeah. and they got a couple late scores. I mean, in the error by Freed as well. It just looks the guys were out of sync. Yes, that, that error by Freed, and then the throw the next batter by Swanson. Um, that was right after that. Uh, maybe that, yeah. that Olson had the same thing. Had to jump, but he got his foot down for that one. Yeah, it was just like they're a little tight. Mm. And I, I saw this stat. Uh, I think on Reddit since nineteen ninety nine. The Braves have two wins in game one of the NLDS. <laughs> no shock there. It is what it is. That includes last year. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. And it's infuriating, too, because there's a couple of those NLDSs where we lost game one, where, A, that game one loss was annoying, like bullshit in a, like, we shouldn't have lost it way. But more than that, there's a couple of those NLDSs where uh, we should have won. That yeah. NLDS, despite losing game one, then the two that immediately come to mind are that 2019 series against the Cardinals where we blew game four. Mm-hmm. We should have ripped off a three-game winning streak there and then got handed like that alt- the Nats team that won the World Series. I mean, we could have won the World Series in 2019 and yeah. not blown that DS. Uh, but the other one was 2010, the Brooks Conrad series. Mm, he made like four errors, something I think, insane in this, in like that. Game. Yeah. And then like Chipper had gotten injured in the late in the season. Prado got injured right before the series, and Billy Wagner got injured in Game One of the series. Mm. So like rookie had only pitched like a month in the big leagues. Craig Kimbrell was closing, still electric, but not you know ideal to have a child out there, no matter what the stuff is, unless yeah. it's Spencer Strider. Um, but then again, we also lost Game One last year, and. 
we were fine. I expected them to lose game one. And then in game two, I expected this as well. They were trying to be a little bit more patient uh, with Wheeler. Um, but he, he's mostly in the zone. You know, uh, he had pretty good success until he didn't, you know, until the sixth inning. Man, um, that the five and two-thirds innings was the most efficient five and two-thirds innings I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, it was good. He looked really good, and it was, uh, you know, the third time through the order, though. That's like even great pitchers these days are having more and more trouble the third time through the order. To be honest, that's why, uh, uh, what's his nuts, Ian Anderson is in AAA. Yeah. Because he can't get people out in the third time through the order. But the real story of this game is the fucking Achille, the Achilles heel for the Phillies. Their defense sucks, man. Finally like, reared its head. Took, yeah. Took till game two. But it's this is the playoff when every single run matters. You can't have any mistakes like that. And yeah. Reese Hoskins has got to know this, man. He's not a fucking rookie. This dude's a veteran. He's been around for a little while. So, like you gotta, you have. If there's a runner on in, in, on second base and you're on the infield and the ball gets hit to you, no matter what else happens, you don't let that ball get past you. Yeah. Like you put, you don't try to make a great play. You put your body in front of it, and knock it down. Especially, especially with the, with the slowest runner of all time is on first base or uh, is heading. You, you have to know what the fuck is going on in the game, man. If if you know that Matt Olson is the base runner, right, or the hitter, and he's the one running to first base. He hits the ball hard towards you. you got to know as a professional athlete, a professional baseball player, to throw your body in front of it and trust that your pitcher is going to get over there before Olsen because he's definitely going to get over <laughs> If he's paying any attention, he's getting over there before Olsen. And to be honest, that's a good play to make. It would, it would require some level of skill, but Reese Hoskins isn't a hump. He just, I don't know what the fuck happened there. That was a, a, a terrible, terrible play. And look, at the end of the day, it may not have mattered because – um, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Wright looked great as well, just as good uh, as as Wheeler did. Almost and, as good. I I, remember, I mean, not as efficient, but look, he was getting people yeah, out. And man, then the Braves, I, the Braves know what bullpen they have. They're very aware of it, and they use it yes. really well. Like there's no panic from them at all. Uh, man, it's interesting. This is kind of a payback game, not just for the game one loss, but for the way it was lost, like the dinky hits and stuff right. because... Because we dinked right back. Yeah. And that's something me and Dan Regester, our resident Phillies fan, were texting last night. And one of the very interesting things about last night, aside from Wheeler somehow only needing... He had three innings with less than 10 pitches. Mm-hmm. Like fucking crazy. The, the, but the other crazy thing about last night was, holy shit, that ball, it was impossible to hit a home run. I've never seen the air that thick <laughs> yeah. at Turner Field. Yeah. That Harper and Ozuna, if those dudes can't muscle one out, fucking nobody can. Yeah, that one Harper hit to center field, I'm like, oh, shit, that's a home run. Easily. And nothing. I mean, it was close, but, man, that thing just died out there. Yeah, I mean, Harris didn't trot to it, Yeah, but he caught it comfortably. Yeah. Well, and Ozuna, same way, I mean, Schwarber was like, what, a foot? away from the wall on mm-hmm. the track any other night that is five rows up yeah harris same thing that that uh schwarber got in the middle of the track any other night mm-hmm. that's in the bullpen yeah. uh the only person who had a real chance to even hit a home run was olsen who missed it by a foot to the left but that was in the sh- literal literally the absolute shortest part of the park i yeah. think that and that's why 
that sixth inning for the Braves, I loved because, I mean, essentially, they just did what you need to do, which is, and look, in the regular season and in the postseason, the most important thing your lineup can do is make lightning strike at any time, right? Yeah. You need to be a home run threat at all times. It it just it just puts it in your favor in terms of the pitcher pitching on his heels, the pitcher pitching more nervously, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But man, you can't totally eschew the ability to make contact. Or the ability to work counts and play defense, right? Which is, you know, nobody thinks the Phillies are going to uh, uh, put together a great defense anytime soon. They're just not built for that, right? Um, maybe, maybe at some point, I don't know, but you know, they did a relatively decent job of getting on base during the season. They, they got more walks than the Braves. They were like in the middle third for walks and they've only walked three times in the series so far. Now that might be a function of the Braves quality of pitching. I, I, I don't know what the chase rate is in those games, but in the playoffs, man, I mean, as important as it is to be able to hit home runs these days. You can't eschew the fundamentals, like working counts, getting good pitches to hit, or or if a guy's off. And the Braves didn't do it in game one until late either because yep. Ranger Suarez should have been out of that game after the second inning because of all the, like, he was just walking people. They, they should have scored maybe double-digit runs yeah. in the first game. Considering yeah. that they got six, I mean, my God. Yeah. The chances so, they had were, it, I mean, it felt like watching that game, I mean, credit to Suarez for getting getting out of jams for sure, mm-hmm. but like it just felt like it's like, God damn it, you guys are beating yourselves. Yeah. What the fuck are you swinging at? And I think, I hope a lot of the function of that was A, just playing a little tight game one, yeah. and B, the layoff. I'm sure it was uh, probably a combination of both of those things, yeah. But it's like, man, the Phillies went from, in the, in the wild card they look like a super confident and competent team. And in game one, I mean, their pitching has looked good in both games, to be honest, except for a little bit, right? Uh, but like towards the end of game one, even even Wheeler's issues, frankly, like the Olsen hit should have at, at worst been, uh, you know, an infield single without yep. a run scoring. And uh, you can't, nothing but, you can do about Riley. And then Riley, I mean, that's just unfortunate like that that isn't something that you as a defense or you as a pitcher can do right anything about right exit velocity on that it's like 12 miles per hour right it was a dribbler so that kind of sucks so their pitching has been good which we knew the the front end of the rotation starting pitch is going to be pretty good but the defense we knew was going to suck what i didn't expect is to see the lack of approach that they showed in the first two games of the postseason uh i think they had good approach in game one off off freed in game one, well, I mean, I don't they know. Lot, the hits were like, yeah, ambushing him is the right move, yes. But against Kyle Wright, I don't know that that's the right solution, to be honest. No, I mean, it certainly wasn't in that game. But, I mean, it, it, it felt like the Phillies did exactly what they needed to do in game one. Like, they seemed like they had a good strategy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they just kind of attacked Freed early, kind of, you know, wouldn't let Freed make an establishing pitch. and punished him for it, and also, you know, played the, played their luck. We're just like, let's just make contact and see where it goes. Mm. Because the interesting thing about Freed is, you know, when you're shifting behind him, mm. he he uh, gets a lot of soft contact, right? Like, that's yeah. his thing, low exit velo. He, gets, he induces bad contact. And, you know, if you kind of play into that a little bit, you're going to hit the ball in, way, in places you don't normally hit the ball. Yeah. <clears throat> 
And then you get base hits. I mean, there was two base hits where uh, Arcia was out of position because of the shift. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll be glad next year when that shit's gone. I will, too. I I, I hate it. I think it's so stupid. But, um, yeah, they kind of... Game one, the approach is pretty good. Game two, not so much. And, you know, it's weird. Three walks in two games. They had nine walks in two games against the Cardinals. Yeah. No, not, well, a lot a lot of that was uh, Helsley. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, he walked <laughs> two or three, right? Yeah, well, Helsley fucking... I mean, he was walking everybody. One thing I loved, though, um, with, the, with the Braves approach in game two or whatever is, man, you could tell Darno was going to get Wheeler. Yeah. The only real hit off of Wheeler yeah. was Darno uh, up the middle for the third run. Mm-hmm. Darno, if you don't know, uh, they mentioned on the broadcast last night, but he caught Wheeler in New York uh, for the Mets for a number of years. I want, they said he was in his wedding party, I think, or something oh, really? like wow. that, too. Like, they're boys. Um, and yeah, that, that's that was the type of game between. And I know you were hating on Dansby yesterday off air before one of the shows we went on, or two days ago. Um, but Dansby draws a huge fucking walk against Wheeler to keep the inning alive after Acuna gets hit by a pitch. Yep. Olsen makes, uh, you know, hits the ball hard because contact matters as well. Like, look, if you. If Wheeler's not going to make a mistake, and I've never seen somebody make fewer mistakes in a game mm-hmm. than Wheeler, then you just got to start putting the bat on the ball and yeah. see what you can fucking Especially do. Especially against a shitty-ass defense like this. Yeah. And I, I just felt like, because Darno in his first at-bat, I think, he just kind of bad luck. He smoked the ball mm-hmm. right at, ironically, Reese Hoskins. Uh, third at-bat, right up the middle, kind of a classic base hit. Um I love seeing that from Darno. That's the sort of shit you want to see out of Darno and Dansby. Yeah, for sure. Dansby's not doing that right now. He's in pull mode, and I don't know why. I don't either. I mean, he and what's funny is his one hit, which was a big hit in the ninth of game one, mm-hmm. where'd it go? Yeah. Went to right fucking field. Yeah, he should, especially against uh, these particular pitchers, man. I mean, I don't know what he's doing. A guy like... If you if you're giving up the outer third of the plate against Wheeler, you're fucked. You're not getting a hit. Yeah, this is not going to happen. Like you may catch a walk if you, if you got a good eye, but he can. He's got one of the better uh, sliders in the game, and it looks like a fastball on the outer third of the plate right up until the point that it's not uh, like super fucking close. And he made a he made several dudes look bad last night, but nobody worse than Swanson. Um. He looked helpless until yeah. the walk. Until he looked, the walk, yeah. He looked helpless. Now, <clears throat> speaking of that inning, uh, I have a conspiracy theory about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did Acuna milk his injury to get Wheeler out of a rhythm? I mean, it kind of seems like it, doesn't it? Because That's he the, didn't get hit on a bone. He got hit in the forearm right here. Yeah. and it, Well, I guess right here. Right above the elbow. And it was a glancing blow. Like, maybe it hit him and there was some pressure and it made his funny bone, yeah. you know, whatever, his his hands tingling. And I guess that's something you got to stop and check out if it's tingling because you don't know if it's broken or not. But for somebody to get hit like this at this angle and the bone break, I don't think that's even possible. He he clearly every replay we saw, I was like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, why is he still standing there? Like, he got hit on the forearm muscle. Like, right. yeah, it sucks, but stop being a <laughs> bitch, dude. Run to first base. Yeah, like I'm sure it hurt, but uh, what, rub some dirt on it. Yeah, 
I you don't, don't rub it till you get home, I guess. It's, yeah, dude, I, I was watching that whole thing and I was just like, mm, I don't hate that. It was like a soccer player taking mm. a dive. You know what I mean? I was like, I'll take it because it's on my team, but I feel like he knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. It just felt like, and dude, after Wheeler hit him, he was not the same. Mm. Literally lost all, lost as much control as Wheeler could lose of the zone. And, uh, you know what? So he hits Acuna, and then what is it? Walk single, single. No, walk single, single, single. Yeah. I mean, f- like, and I, obviously the Riley single is put you put an asterisk on it because that's just bad luck. But yeah. I, I, all I could think sitting there was, I think Ronnie knows exactly what he's doing. It se- it certainly seems like it, yeah. Um, and this the interesting thing about all this is uh, the game. The series is back one to one and i think the phillies are kind of fucked at this point although we'll see right so the braves one of one of the big keys for success for them throughout the year and uh, uh frankly last year as well to some degree has been the seven eight nine hitters and so far in this series they have not done shit mm-hmm. right now well, it's only it's been, been a, two games it's been a lesser version of our seven eight nine especially uh yesterday uh yeah yesterday for sure but before it was, you know, I, I expect when Harris is in there, he's he's getting work done. But uh, yeah, the the lineup top to bottom has not performed yet in this series. Not to its capabilities so at all. When that starts happening, I assume it will at some point. Uh, then it's going to become extremely problematic for the Phillies. But that's not really the problem right now. The problem right now is they have Aaron Nola going in Game Three, and then question marks for the rest of the series. Yeah. So let's start with Game Three. For, for some unknown reason, they pitched uh, Noah Syndergaard last night for one inning. And I don't think they think he can start. Maybe not, but if the, if he can't start, or maybe he's an opener at some point, I don't know. But uh, they they don't really have many other options. I mean, the other guy, uh, Falter, that they have that's pitched against the Braves before has gotten absolutely destroyed by them. I think Kyle Gibson might be an option as well. Uh, yeah, maybe, but he's that's going to be an opener too, right? He's not yes. going to make it more than two or three innings at, no. the, at the most. No, it's a it is a full on bullpen game. <laughs> well, like their bullpen's not good. That's what they have to do. I, it's it's all they have. I, and I don't. They did. It's not like Atlanta last year where they brought or two years ago even mm-hmm. where they brought up prospects, right? Yeah. I mean, we had in twenty twenty we had Anderson and Wright going mm-hmm. games what two and three. Yeah. And then, uh, which is insane. And then last year we had. Well, technically, Wright was a reliever, I think, right? No, he started. He came in a game or an inning, second inning. Oh, no, that was last year. Last year yeah, he relieved. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's there because we had Dylan Lee opened in the mm-hmm. World Series, something like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who starts game four for them, but game, let's start with game three, looking ahead to that. Um, who would you rather see start this game for the Braves, Morton or Strider? Um, to be honest, I kind of want. Morton to start and Strider to relieve in this game. That's how I would try to do that. Then who would you have pitch game four? Uh, Rizzi probably, I guess. I mean, it's not optimal, but I don't think... That, like, who's he going against? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, is it going to be Ranger Suarez again on three days rest? Because he couldn't get the job done the first time. So I think anybody that you throw out there, Odorizzi is probably going to be better than him, frankly. I mean, but um, do you want to... <laughs> You wouldn't give Morton the whole game? 
Sure, yeah, if he can make it the whole game. I'm but I mean, saying, like, Morton, when I say the whole game, I mean, like, four to five innings and then the bullpen. Uh, I mean, honestly, if you can lock down a two-to-one lead like that, I think you take the opportunity to do it and give your bullpen, your general generalized bullpen a little bit of a break. I, I think that would be a smart move. I mean, look, hopefully what happens is uh, they get up big early, but it's Aaron Nola, so who knows, right? I mean, last time he pitched against us, I think we scored six runs. So the last last time he pitched against us, he shut us out, I think. The mm. three times before that, he gave up four-plus earned mm. runs. Um, yeah, that's right. Six innings scoreless, but a lot left on base by us. Um, right. Seven left on base. <laughs> um, four runs before that. I think it was four, five, four in the last three yeah. in those three starts. Yeah, so I mean, who knows? Hopefully, it'll be one of those. Uh, he's his career in the postseason is just the one game so far. But he did pitch extremely well against uh, against the Cardinals. So right, and the Cardinals um, have a a good lineup. Although, I, so I didn't really pay attention to the Cardinals that much down the stretch. Um, but my family was in town during that series, uh, and we were watching the games, and uh, they were complaining that I guess uh, basically all of all of September, Goldschmidt and Arenado had been ice cold. Yeah, and I guess it bled over to the you know only two games they played in October. Um, and then obviously pools unfortunately didn't get to do anything, and uh, you know Molina, it's nice it's nice for him to get one last lap around the league, but he was yeah. a fucking corpse. Yeah, yeah, he was he was definitely dragging ass. But yeah, I th- I honestly think if you got the opportunity in game t- game three to lock it down and avoid having using having to use Mentor Iglesias and Jansen, then you take that opportunity and you let Strider close it out if it's a close ish game, and then. In game four, you throw Oda Rizzi, uh, and you you if he can make it through four or five innings, now you have your full strength bullpen to close that game out. I think that makes more strategic sense. I, you have two opportunities for that too. You have games four and five if you're able to lock in game three. Yeah, I think so what's interesting for me about game three is it's much more of a must win for the Phillies than it is for the Braves. Uh sure. Every yeah. playoff game is a must win game. Yeah, right. Like you're not if you're up three zero, I guess you can say, all right, whatever. But even 3-1, I'm not fucking with that. No. Uh, foot on neck. Yep. And press down. Yeah, Obviously, but that's, you know, a problem for the Phillies because they don't have a foot left after game three. Right. They can trot, what, Wheeler back out for game five? No. How would you? Would it be Suarez for game five? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it would be Suarez on or, three days rest in game five. Wheeler would be two days rest. Because no. game five is on the 16th, right? So, so one, game, two, four, uh, four days rest for uh, for uh, Suarez. Yeah. yeah. So Suarez would be on normalish rest. Yeah. Wheeler would be on three, right? Well, normal. That, it's short rest. Yeah, yeah. He'd be on but short. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is something he probably Wheeler. hasn't done before. They might just honestly go Wheeler on three if we go to five. I mean, if you go to game five, and it's a way, I you you probably you probably have. Wheeler and Suarez available for that one, I would imagine, right? Because there's no, yeah. no there's no tomorrow at that point. Yeah, I would agree with that. I for me for game three, I'm I'll probably support the decision either way, Morton mm-hmm. or Strider to start. I don't think you can go wrong with that. I don't necessarily want to see Odorizzi uh start a game. I think Odorizzi is the safety valve for uh Strider. So I think I would probably rather see Strider game three. 
with Oda Rizzi ready to jump in because I trust Charlie Morton in a must-win game four. Mm. So I want, like, get, get, if, because if we, obviously, if we lose game two, it's, or game three, it's, game four is an absolute, fu- we're eliminated otherwise. Yeah. So I trust Morton in that. I mean, not that I wouldn't trust Strider in a must-win game because he's a fucking animal, but I say Strider's been the better pitcher this year, obviously, by quite a bit. Uh, foot on neck. Just send Strider out there, fucking demoralize that home crowd by blowing away hitter after hitter. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you know, he doesn't look right early. You put Odorizzi in there after two innings if he's, you know, not feeling the zone or whatever. And, uh, you know, you fight you fight through that game and, and get to game get to game four. Hopefully you win game three, you try to clinch with Morton game four or try to push it back and then you get freed again in game five. But I'm good either way, but I think I like I think Eileen Strider for Game Three because I for those for the previously stated reasons I yeah. I have a good feeling about facing Nola though, and if anything else, if nothing else, because it literally cannot get worse than what Wheeler did to us in Game Two. Yeah, and they they have very similar styles too. So we've saw that for six innings now, um, pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, I mean Strider would be the aggressive move, and uh, that's what I've been begging for from this organization well not the organization but from brian snickers specifically be aggressive with your pitching uh it would be great if you did that yeah i'm not sure how they're going to play it i mean look if you again i i'm thinking of uh morton's history in the playoffs has been four to five innings Mm -hmm. um strider frankly is so goddamn dominant that if he's on that day i could see him he might be the only pitcher in this entire uh, other than Castillo, to go more than seven innings, right? Because when he gets on a roll like that, as long as his pitch count doesn't get too crazy. His pitch count doesn't get crazy. He or, throws 100 so effortlessly. I, it's I, ridiculous. I doubt they leave him in past six if it's like one nothing, two nothing. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, this, the the numbers third time through the order for everybody are, are it, like, I don't know, actually. Let me look and see what his are. Some some people there there there's the, there's the occasional dude who actually gets better as they go on, but I'm not sure if he's one of them. I mean, regardless, it's just the type of thing where right, like he's certainly going to get not certainly, but probably going to get more inefficient as the game goes mm-hmm. on. I mean, maybe all he has to do is pump strikes. It's not like he has a bunch of different pitches, right? Yeah, uh, but, he's a little bit worse the third time through the order. The second time is he's actually a little bit better which is interesting. But the third time, he loses a little bit. So, yeah. They, oh. may, they may pull him out. I mean, if you, if you can go... Again, I'll, I'll apply that same logic from before. If you can go... Uh, if he can get six clean innings, and then you can go mentor Iglesias, uh, Jansen, in whatever order they decide and lock that game in, I do that too, and then I worry about four and five yeah. after that. Yeah, I mean, if you can get six, we're good to fucking go. And then who's the other... Uh, dude out of the bullpen. I'm like totally blanking today. For the Braves? Yeah. Uh, Colin McHugh? Yeah, McHugh. Yeah. That's the other one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's he's certainly going to be available. And yeah. I think Oda Rizzi will be available tomorrow as well. Yes. Um, uh, oh, absolutely. I think if if they play Strider and Strider goes, I don't know, four and two thirds, and then, mm-hmm. you know, they're just maybe there's like a little bit of a jam, you probably see McHugh for an inning and a half, yeah, or probably. not a half, but, you know, inning and a third, whatever, yeah. and then you go to that back end, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I meant to, I forgot to say this about the game two thing. Uh, I was about to lose my fucking mind on that Dar- Darno call at the end of the game. 
Yeah, there were some. There were. There have been a lot of bad calls, that, and not just in this series, but this postseason. Like the dice, I, I think it's actually worse with the Dodgers and Padres. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, that call was irritating. And the main thing that pissed me off, aside from the fact that it was the wrong call, mm-hmm. is that I was like, dude, every second longer that this review takes, Jansen is going to be worse. Yeah, yeah, he's sitting there with circus music going through his head the whole time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that wasn't even close, and I, they reviewed it and still didn't get it right. I don't understand that. Like, there's no, there's no evidence that the ball ever hit the net. And from where it came back down, how could it have? Yeah, like you. So I, I don't think they understand how how physics works maybe because you could look it doesn't matter like i understand they don't have a top-down look over the screen like that and maybe they should but they should now if they're going to make calls like that you can see it's not just about the direction of travel of the baseball from one camera angle to another it's also the rotation of the ball the rotation of you and you can tell because there's seams on it right right you can tell how the ball is rotating and if it gets changed by running into something like this should have been a pretty easy call to make uh, unfortunately, it wasn't. I mean, that, that was pretty bad. And by the way, what happened as soon as that review was over, Kenley Jansen gets Bryce Harper out, but wait. He didn't throw a single fucking ball in the strike zone. No, he did not. not no, Harper, a- Harper was definitely a little too amped up in that at bat. Do you think he was amped up or just kind of checked out? Uh, could have been the latter, yeah. I don't know. He don't seems know. He's got... He's very Acuna-esque mm-hmm. in that way. You know what I mean? Like, he'll lock the fuck in, but he's not going to hustle when he doesn't have to. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like he was just like, all right, we lost. Let's get, let's, let's get back to Philly. But, man, I was just sitting there like, ball, ball, ball. I mean, even the, the fucking ball that Harper struck out on was like a foot o- over, the, over the top of the strike zone. Yeah. Like, just ridiculous. Yeah, it was not good. Um. But that's it for the Braves and Phillies. We'll see how the rest of that series plays out. I mean, they're in uh <clears throat> they're in a little bit of trouble now, but the other the other series that are going on, there's the Mariners and Astros are playing right now, and man, I haven't seen a more exciting end to a game than Jordan Alvarez wrecking that ball in a long ass time. Holy shit. And he hit another one today to take the lead as well, and that might stand up because they're in the fucking top of the eighth now, but um yeah, they brought in Robbie Ray to face Jordan Alvarez. And I don't know how much experience Ray has out of the bullpen like this. Um, he's also not exactly a lefty specialist. He just happens to be left-handed. And right. what, what makes you think that Jordan Alvarez, who, by the way, is one of the best hitters in baseball, is going to be affected by that? A lot of people have made mistakes like this over the years, like letting Josh Hader pitch to Freddie Freeman last year. From an institutional knowledge sense, maybe that makes sense to go lefty-lefty like that, but Freddie Freeman doesn't give a shit about left-handed pitching. No. That's not how he is, and Jordan Alvarez doesn't give a fuck. And was in Especially f- if you throw a fastball down the gut. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter what fucking hand it's coming out of if you yeah. do that. Um, so this year, <laughs> versus left-handers, uh, he hit 321. Alvarez did with a 183 WRC so plus. So 20 points higher than he did against right-handers. Because he had 299 against Oh, I'm sorry. So versus lefties. Yeah. He, he, hit, he had he 22 hit, points higher against lefties. Yes, but he had a higher WRC plus against righties. So I well, think he just got on base more. But yeah, he, he, had, he Well, he had 10 home runs. He had, uh, yeah, he, he was, he was a, a little bit more power against lefties too. I Honestly, I would have walked him. 
in that scenario. I've man, I just hate walking the bases I loaded. I know, but fucking, it's when a guy's hot like that, you don't fuck around, man. Yeah, and especially uh, not with Alex Bregman behind him, who has not looked good so far. I know he had a home run in the eighth, uh, the inning prior to that, um, but. That was the only good at bat he's had this entire postseason, to be honest, in my opinion. Right. Um, but what are we going to do? Man, uh, yeah, that, that's been a great series. Uh, I was watching the Dodgers-Padres last night. Uh, Kershaw, <laughs> once again, doesn't get a win. It's a Di- fucking mystery, man. Didn't pitch badly, three runs in five innings, yeah. whatever. That's fine. It's not yeah. the best, but you know, you're not going to complain well, about you, it. Even in game one of that series... Um, I, I just don't, the, the Padres, this is why I'm not afraid of either one of these two teams, of the Dodgers or the Padres. The Padres' starting pitching depth is two, mm-hmm. and uh, but their bullpen is really good. Their bull, right? I think so their they, bullpen has retired the last like 18 in a yeah, row. So they've got a pretty decent chance of winning this series, in my opinion. Uh, if, they can, if they can win game three, I think they're going to win this series. Um, but the Dodgers have starting pitching that is not that great. Frankly, um, like Kershaw just can't do it in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know what his deal was. And even Urias in game one gave up three runs. You know what I mean? And the, like that might sound okay in a regular season. No, it's not that bad. Not that bad doesn't cut it in the fucking, right. in the playoffs, man. If you give up three runs against the Braves, there's no, there's no guarantee you're going to fucking win a single game. Because yeah. you may not score over one or two runs in any of the games. And the, the, the worst part of this is, the Dodgers bullpen fucking stinks. They don't have a clearly defined closer, and I know we kind of didn't last year, but we had three dudes that definitely could do it. Yes, right. They don't have a clearly defined closer, and their middle relief, middle to late relief, has been bad. Blake Trinan has been getting lit the fuck up. Gratterall has been getting lit the fuck is up. Trinan I mean, even playing? Yeah, he gave up a, a tater last night to uh, um, to Cronenworth. He had okay. an absolute missile off of that dude. He had been out for a while, so I, yeah. I didn't realize he was back. Yeah, um, he's back. He just hung one on the inside corner, and Cronenworth hit it a thousand feet. Um, yeah, but Gratterall, Gratterall's not look good. He's not been sharp. I'm certainly <clears throat> rooting for the Padres. I would rather play the Padres. Uh, you know, I mean, it's interesting because what if we play the Padres and uh, – annihilate Josh Hader again and make him the reason they lose that series. Like two years in a row with two different teams, this motherfucker is going to feel stalked by the Braves. Because <laughs> Freddie Freeman ended his life. Uh, yeah. I wonder why. Um, that'll be fun to watch Freeman face him again uh, in this DS. I don't, yeah, I don't know if they've faced up yet, but Freddie Freeman's, uh, you know, looked pretty decent. Yeah, let, let, not let off the game, but hit a yeah. solo shot in the first inning. He's doing Freddie's I'm stuff. a little surprised they have him that they're going bets, Turner, Freeman. I don't understand why they're not going right, left, right, to be honest. I guess maybe because Freddie doesn't care about left-handed pitching at all. Yeah, I mean, not um, not really. But yeah, well, th- this team, Cody Bellinger can't swing a bat anymore, but he still plays great defense. He had an incredible catch last Yeah, he night. made a fucking, he made, oh, speaking of incredible catches, there were two for the Braves. We didn't even talk about that last night. One oh, yeah. was an over-the-shoulder catch by Dansby Swanson, which is a difficult play to make, and... Uh, he made it look relatively easy, but the one that Riley made, insane, was over. It's over the shoulder, falling down into the net, into the tarp, and it wasn't like he didn't bobble it or anything. It was a really nice play. And like, dude, you just can't say enough. I mean, in in the playoffs, it's just so funny watching baseball become like almost a different sport. Mm. 
And that's the type of thing where if Riley makes it in the regular season, you're like, oh, dope. But if he doesn't, you're like, well, it's a tough catch. Yeah. But man, when you just steal outs like mm-hmm. that, like outs are a finite resource. Yep. You only have fucking 27 of them. Stealing outs like that, that like Riley did and, and Dansby did, like just stopping innings. Riley's was the second out, I think. Dansby's was the third. But just shortening innings. Stopping innings, which is why I was freaking out about them fucking up that Darno call. Yeah, it was even though it was two outs in the ninth. You don't that, want to tempt fate like that. Absolutely fucking not. That's the shit you want to see. And I, I yeah, I that both those catches were incredible. Hopefully that continues. I'm I'm waiting for Mike to make some bananas yeah. catch. And that's why, by the way, uh, in game one that Castellanos catch was so huge in the ninth. Yeah, uh, honestly, Robin Dansby, I think right. Yeah. That probably saved the game for them because just very, the way the momentum was going at that point, they were fucked. It very well could have saved the. Yeah. I mean, they were at the one, that point. It was one run game, correct? Yep. It that's huge. That's fucking yep. huge. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, was Dansby hitting second? Yep. So Olson was up next. Olson and then Riley, yeah, yeah, with one out, there would have been a runner on first with one out, and Olson was coming up, and he had just hit a goddamn. I mean, in that inning, right? Or was it in the eighth? He just hit a fucking massive home run. Maybe Castellanos robbed somebody else. Uh, and I'm just... And then Castellanos robbed the next hitter, I think. Well, that would have been what, Riley? Yeah, yeah. so he, he robbed Riley, I guess. Regardless, though, a runner on, mm-hmm. you know, of uh, their rallies come from nothing in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so huge play. Credit, credit to Philly's defense there. I'm not saying that saved the game because, you know, they probably won it anyway, but... Maybe have. that was a, it was a one run game. There was one out at that point, and he makes that that catch. Yeah, and to be honest, if he dives and misses it, it's probably two bases. You know what yep. I mean? Now you're close. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the Yankees. Obviously, Aaron Judge looked uh, lost in Game One, but they still managed. I mean, that home run Rizzo hit was a fucking tater. Jesus Christ, he hit that ball hard um, off Quantrill. He gave up two. Uh, Indians look pretty good though. Yeah. I, I thought they played good team baseball. Um, the pitching was relatively good. Quantrill got, uh, tatted up a couple times, but it's Yankee stadium. Right. And Garrett Cole just happened to be, uh, Garrett Cole that evening. <laughs> right. And sometimes, you know, you just got to eat that one. Just Game two it. is going to be pretty interesting though. I mean, got rained out today. Yeah. It got rained out today, but we'll see it tomorrow. And it's, uh, you know, it's going to be, uh, a di- it's going to be a different ball game. Nestor Cortez is going to go. He's not been good down the stretch. Um, maybe he'll get his shit back together now that it's. Um, uh, I, I, what did he throw? He th- uh, the last month he was good, but against you know nobodies for right. the most part. I know Swisher, our buddy Swisher, loves mm. the the Yankees, but I just am not sold on that goddamn team. Like I'm really. They don't strike me as a team that's, like, scary in the playoffs. They strike me as a team that even if they win this series, the Astros will fucking handle. Like, I just I just don't like the depth. I don't know. I just I don't like that. I don't buy them. The pitching isn't great either. And yeah. I, honestly, I'm not convinced that um, Cleveland isn't going to win this series. I'm not honest. either. They, they had to roll out their fourth starter for game one? Yeah. Right? Or something yeah. like that? I'm a... Yeah, it's going to be a different ball game this time. I mean, uh, let's see who is starting this game for Cleveland. And now they get a little more is Bieber. Mm. So they're going to have Bieber, McKenzie going out over the next two games against uh, Nestor Cortez and somebody else from the Yankees. Right. Right. 
And I, again, I know we just won a World Series with a hilarious lack of starting depth. Mm. Who are we even trotting out in the World Series again? Fucking Morton in Game 1, who died on the mound. Yeah. And then Freed in Game 2. Anderson Game 3. Bullpen Game in Game 4. Bullpen Game in Game 5? Yeah. I believe so. And then Freed again in Game yeah. 6. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. So, you can do it. You can do it, but you got to have the assets for it. And I'm not sure the Yankees do. No. You know what I mean? I mean... Just the their, their bullpen is nobody really knows what's going on down there. Clay Holmes is not who you expected to be the fucking closer at this point in the season. And right? not that it matters because he kind of sucked, but Araldis Chapman just kicked off the team. I guess. I guess I haven't seen him. <laughs> Do you hear what happened? No. He didn't. Sh- he would only show up to pre the the pre postseason workouts if he could be guaranteed a roster spot in the postseason. And the Yankees are like, we can't guarantee that your numbers haven't been that good. And he's like, well, I'm not coming unless you guarantee one, then they're like, well, don't fucking come. Wow. That's an interesting way to end your time in New York. Yeah. And maybe career. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, not really the position I would take if I was halt, like carrying uh, domestic violence charges with me. Yeah, no kidding. You know what I mean? Like Marcelo um, Zuna, I, I hope, shows up to the clubhouse every day and is like, thank you. Yeah, I like how uh, Delco is on pens and needles right now because it's a uh, 2-2 two, two count, two outs. In the top of the eighth, uh, the Mariners have a runner on first, but it ain't looking good. Yeah. So he says, uh, Raleigh. Oh, you mean Kasinic or can, can what? How, I can't say his name. <clears throat> well, I got bad news for you. It didn't work out. That inning's over now. Uh, I hate to fortune tell since you're watching it on TV, but it's looking bad for the Mariners. They're about to go down 0-2 here. Um, the dream. At least they got to got one series win. By the way, the la- the last uh, series, the one the Phillies won, that was Bryce Harper's first postseason series win. Mm. So congrats to Bryce Harper for getting that, getting over that hump. Yeah, good for him. Um, speak, uh, speaking of Ozuna, to go back to that for a second, uh, what do you think about starting him yesterday? Uh, what do you mean? I didn't expect to see him start any games in the postseason. No, honestly, I didn't either. Uh, I'm not. Maybe he's got good head-to-head numbers. I mean, uh, Wheeler throws high fastballs, and Ozuna hits high fastballs. Yeah, and so that, be, I guess that makes sense. To be fair, he uh, should have had a home run off Wheeler. Yeah, for sure. And on a normal day, that goes out. <clears throat> yeah. Although on a normal day, there's like four home runs in that game. <laughs> it was what Ozuna Harris. Uh, uh, Harper, and then someone else on the Phillies, ju- basically just missed because of the yeah. weather. Yeah, there were a couple, a couple of big ones. I'm trying to find. So there's this. Uh, yeah, here we go. <clears throat> uh, this Twitter account called Ump Sc- Scorecards, and they mm-hmm. they rate every game. Man, that guy was bad yesterday. Uh, I the the guy for, um, let's see, who was the, who was it? Usually they have his name on here. I can't remember where it is. Um, the guy in the in the Chris Seagal, Seagal for the Padres Dodgers game. Yeah. Um. Man, he called a lot of balls strikes for the Dodgers and not any for the Padres. It was very bizarre. Uh, gave um, a half run to the Dodgers. According yeah. to, by the way, one of those uh strikes called a ball. The very next pitch, Max Muncy obliterated. Yes. Fucking murdered that yep. pitch. They they really have been tight on the 
the Padres in this entire thing. Actually, let me look at this last game. Um, by the way, yeah, game one <coughs> for Braves Phillies was plus point four runs for the Phillies. It was not a well called game. Um, uh, and you know, game two wasn't great either. Obviously, Schwarber had that horrible strike three qu- uh, call from right. Yeah, that, that was. Not was good. I will admit a really really good frame job. It was, but it was like three was in, three fun. inches low, man. Uh, it or, was, uh, or outside. Yeah, rather, yeah, it was bad. But it was funny. Like the way Darno caught it. I, I just didn't see it till the replay. It hit the bottom of his glove and like immediately rolled up so fast that it looked like it had initially made impact with mm. the um, the webbing or whatever, which made it look like it was a borderline or in the strike zone. Yeah, it, it was just and the way the way Darno caught it too. I, I don't know if it was on purpose. The way Darno caught it made it look like it was a work of art. And Darno's a pretty good framer. He's a pretty good framer. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do? You know, life is imperfect. <laughs> I guess bad calls, but there there have been uh, a lot of bad calls, balls and strikes it's, so far this season. It has not been a good postseason for the Umps, man. Like no. they, <clears throat> I mean, I think all the scores here are what like. Uh, well, okay, the one with the Mariners the other day was ninety six. How'd this guy get a ninety eight in game one for the Braves and Phillies? I have no idea when he's uh, when it's a plus four point four. No, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Um, hopefully it gets better. I don't know, you know. Who is the dude even calling for us? Nick Lentz. I kind of don't know these names because all the old, guy, old guys are retiring. You know what I mean? Uh, they're not old fat dudes anymore. It's all like dudes that are kind of in shape. Well, you shouldn't ever know an umpire's name. True. In my opinion, as Bryce Harper would like to say. They didn't come here to watch you, asshole. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't come here to play school. Yeah. Um, yeah, but tomorrow is uh, this this Houston game will be over soon, but the, tomorrow there's three games if the weather cooperates. It should. I checked the Philly weather. and um, Well, that, that game I'm not worried about. The Brace-Phillies, uh, I guess in New York, they, they pretty much have the same general weather, right, in that, yeah, in they that tri-state area. Yeah. So. Um, Braves Phillies, three thirty-seven p.m. Central. Um, that's dope. That'll be that. That's a day-ish game, but it's not too much of a day game. So you know what it's going to be though. The first three innings, the shadows are going to be pretty yeah, bad. It's going to be a um, fucking shadow, which game. is fine because if Strider or Morton are going, I don't think that's going to be a, an advantage one way or the other. No. Um. <clears throat> uh, but, but it's the, just like you can just unless they're walking dudes, you can just take runs off the board. Yeah. Just don't fucking yeah. play the first three innings. Yeah, you may as well just wait. Uh, but the Indians at the Yankees, that's at noon or 1 Eastern. Um, that's going to be a fun one to watch. Yes. Uh, hopefully, Nestor Cortez gets ejected from the game <laughs> in the first inning for cheating on every single pitch in the most pathetic way I've ever seen a human being cheat before. It's so stupid. Which is what? His dumb delivery? Yes. Yep. It's so fucking stupid and pathetic. I hate it, and I hate him as a person. Um, it's just ugh, it's so gross that somebody would do something like that. I fucking hate that shit. It's uh, something I used to complain about Kenley Jansen with. I still don't like it. I, fucking, yeah. I think it's I think it's stupid. He was pretty quick to the plate last night. Yeah, he's. I, it seems like that's something he's been working on. It's always a problem for him. Like in a one, to be honest, if it's a one run game. I don't feel great about him being in there because if anybody gets on base, it's a double. 
You know what I mean? Yep. If anybody, especially in the postseason where they're going to use pinch runners and shit. And then the night game is uh, Dodgers Padres is moving to down to San Diego. That'll be interesting because uh, Petco is a as a much. Uh, uh, it's much harder to hit home runs there, and it's not easy to hit them in fucking L.A., to be honest, no. especially this time of year with the fucking heavy air. So you've got Gonsolin going against Blake Snell. I don't know if Gonsolin, what, what kind of postseason experience does he have? He has certainly pitched in the postseason, yeah, but, but usually in relief. was he part of the rotation no. last year? Let's see. He, start, he pitched in three games last year. Oh, my God. His postseason numbers are fucked. He's pitched seven games in the postseason. Uh, he didn't start any games last year. His ERA in 2020 was 868 in four games. And then uh, last year it was in three relief appearances, 1125. So it looks like he was maybe an opener in 2020 or he was just really bad because he started three games in 2020, pitched a total of nine innings across uh, four games pitched. Yeah, there were, there were quite a few more bullpen games in 2020. For sure. Because they're no played days every off. game, yeah, yeah, in a row. Uh, that's how I like to live my life. Yeah, no days off. <clears throat> well, we'll see what happens. He's always been really good in the regular season and whatever role he's been in. I mean, his career ERA is two fifty one with a WHIP of point nine nine. He's a, he's absolutely an excellent pitcher. He uh, he is well I will in, say the, that, in the regular season, but so is Clayton Kershaw. He may be the right. most dominant regular season pitcher of all time. Right, like we're talking about Sandy Koufax style mm-hmm. numbers. But in the postseason, he's not good, and and we'll see. I guess to, tomorrow, if Gonsolin's the same, yeah. And you know, he's definitely. It's not the type of stuff. Like he's not overpowering. He's not an overpowering pitcher, and he's not even like a Max Fried type guy. He's yeah. just just a good pitcher, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. So that sometimes doesn't translate into the playoffs. I mean, certainly, we watched a lot of guys like Gonsolin in our childhood mm-hmm. uh, have. A lot of problems in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, just get, unfortunately. And that's the interesting thing, like with contact pitchers in the playoffs, is, you know, sometimes all you got to do is make contact. Yeah. And a nervous guy or a bad defense, whatever. So that, that sometimes doesn't translate, unfortunately. Well, if I'm a betting man, and I am, uh, I'm definitely taking the Padres in game three here. Uh, right now, the line is Dodgers minus 125. Uh, or the uh, the the money line for the Dodgers is that I don't know what it is for the Padres. I'll check that out tomorrow afternoon sometime before the game starts. But I'm definitely going to bet uh, Padres money line on this one. And I want to say Snell's had a bit of a resurgent year or a uh, second half or something. Second like. half, yeah. yeah. So and he's a lefty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that bet. We'll see. Should be a fun time. Yeah, like three games tomorrow. Should be a good time. Yeah. See you guys later.